Okay, this is Kilowatt, late night special afterthoughts of Twitter painted text combos with Tony. Um, <laughs> yes, I gave him my number. And two, LFC just said the funniest shit I've ever heard. What did you just say? <laughs> she says to me, she comes around the corner holding her coffee cup, her fucking morning glory coffee cup that fits right in her palm of her hand that she loves. And she says to me, you know, you don't even have dirt in your house. You just have glitter. <laughs> you just have this arrayed, disassembled. No, you were like, I don't even climb up. <laughs> You're like, no dirt. There's feathers and glitter and jewels. And no, but you said, I can't even climb up my car without something on me. And I'll tell you what, it's not dirt, it's glitter, it's feathers, it's jewels. The shit. Have you found an eyelash yet? Because that's happened to me. I went a whole day with an eyelash on my ass. It was a whole eyelash. Just stick it to the side of my left butt cheek on the outer part of my skirt. So every everybody on the planet, was if they took the time to look at my ass, they would see a, a left left butt cheek eyelash stick in there. That was great. But yeah, I gave Tony my number. Mm-hmm. And then he texted me and he called me. And then we talked for four hours. And then we found out that we fucking knew each other as kids. And we went to the same high school. And elementary school. Elementary school, yep. And then I was laughing because I was like, you know, I always thought that that time where my ex like picked me up and took me home from a party and took me home and dropped me off and we figured out oh my god we met each other at 16 I was all twitter pated at that I said this takes that to a whole other level I said you just blew up out of the water just now with that one and he was like okay that wins that's a good one <laughs> he's like I'll take that Yeah, and we, but we, we both, like 20 years later, are both different humans. Yeah. And the weird part is, he grew up in California too and moved here in the 90s, and I grew up in California and moved here in the 90s. Okay, listen. So it was like, I moved up here after him though. Uh So he was up here in 93 and I was up here in 97. God, you really share a lot. I know. I know. Bananas, dude. Bananas. That's just one night of conversation. So, uh, but you know, like as everything, you gotta just take it with all like and slow. So like when he gets on, rationality kicks in, and you're like, better not get too Twitter pated. Yeah. Better just kick it back a notch. So what's your physical response to him like walking past you, standing next to you, and talking to you on the bus? What's all that? All my pheromones say yeah. Okay. <laughs> like hi. <laughs> Like, I'm physically glowing right now. Like, I had to. Thank you. It could be the light, and I'm a little no, sweaty because it's hot out. The way you're touching your face, there should be some shifting. Okay? <laughs> because you have, you're smoothing. You're face. so sweet to me. I but love your you. Skin is like, <laughs> like, oh my God. Hot and invested glitter. Oh my God. Stop it. Oh, oh my God. In general. So he's a double Leo. He's got a Leo mood. He knows what time he was born, which helps because Avi, I'm going to need to know all the things. He's a double Leo, so he's got Leo's sun and moon. 
And he's an Aries rising, which makes our... So one of the main partnership things that you see in a lot of partnerships are opposite ascendant, descendant. So the first thing you look at is where's their first and seventh house? Because where his first house is, is right where my seventh house hits. And so the way I see partnerships is where his first house of self is and vice versa. So we have a tendency to idealize who the other person is in a partnership setting. And it almost sounds like That's what it is meant to be. It's supposed to be the polar opposite. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the opposites do attract, and that's why it fits astrology, too. So Mm -hmm. We got a lot of TikToks to make, man. (laughs) (laughs) I got him to download TikTok. He said, I downloaded it, but, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to use it. I said, I don't. If I tried to tell you, I'd be lying. I don't know how to use it either. I know how to move messages from general to primary. I figured that out today. Because oh. I was trying to figure out where the fuck his profile was. Because didn't, he didn't tell me. I didn't know if he found me or not. And so I was like, well, I'm sure if I just scroll through new followers, like, I'll sure it'll say Tony. So I was looking for a Tony. And no such luck. And so finally I just had to fucking say on the bus, mm-hmm. I'm having this great conversation with all my passengers. And I straight up said... Because they all know, like, I'm now a single lady. Like, I'm on the market. Everybody's heard my drama for months now. They got all the details. It's been spewed out to the public. Everyone knows I hate kill. Like, K2 is, like, my arch nemesis, and now I'm letting all that go. And I'm in this weird place where I'm just accepting it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, open to the dating life. And so now I'm, like, doing that thing where you're like, oh, he's kind of cute. Oh, he's kind of cute. Like, what do I do? Oh, he's pretty Mm -hmm. cute. Like, but do I talk to him? How do I say things? Talking on my path. Is this possibly a person? Is this an inexperienced, like you've not gone through this phase in your life? Where I'm not like a real human as opposed to just on the internet? Yeah. Yeah, right. Like what I mean is. Like someone in my daily life? Until now, you were doing a lot of disassembly and a little bit of assembly. And now I feel like you're coming into this dating thing with more level-headed thinking as opposed to the dating app that i downloaded and deleted like the same <laughs> yeah. week where i was like fuck this yeah this is it like, like you're changing up your market like i went on a date did i have, I have gone on a date right like does that i don't think i don't so. think i've actually gone on a no, date i feel like you dated i dated I yeah you, like i don't think you've done like, we're actually, like, liked someone in, like, a slow fashion where it was, like, a decently realistic approach. Where you had a harmony. Where there was a natural, harmonious, trusting, delicate, rhythm, natural flow of, who's this new friend? Yeah, like, curiosity peaks, and it was a yeah. process. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We said that, and it was cool because his subtle cue earlier was, like, because I, I accidentally mentioned... uh somebody crossing boundaries like this creepy passenger that I got mixed up with another passenger who's a friend of mine and then he was like being real creepy about it and I was like yeah it's not the move this is this is not a flirtation in any way and then he got off at the next stop and Tony was like he was like oh that sucks because he could feel that blow like oh man best driver shot me down in front of everyone I tried to be really sweet about that one when I first met you several months that we hung out on the bus and you know you, you were just fabulous and a joy the 
My conclusions with you, or observations, were that she must live in a very alone existence because she's so beautiful and friendly. And in this area, the, t the combination of the two is so easily and almost violently misconstrued mm -hmm. that you, to the point that it's like what my brothers think of me, that when you talk to a man, you're communicating that you want to have sex with them. And because you are so well-spoken, you're articulate, and your quick wit, and your your comedic edge, and all of that, and your beautiful artistry. To Dude, language. you give me so much credit. No, you no, give no, me so much like, more credit. No, that was me. That was me sitting in the middle. But, so, you know, when we first met, I would go right to that middle door, just in case of attack or fire. <coughs> I'm going to escape. I know, you like to go right through that section. <laughs> you know where to go. So, and talk and then after you know the pattern had established itself I did say I said to myself she must live a very alone world because I know I was once very hot I was once a very attractive person you're and, still very and attractive I, and I, you're still so I attractive to, oh right and I you are entirely friendly and I used to believe that everyone had something good in them so I'd reach out and I'd believe in God and Jesus and want to give light into everyone's life and it was almost always misconstrued as me flirting and sending out a message to have sex with a man. Oh uh, yeah. And then being I was punished a lot for for having that personality and being and I was punished in so many ways for acting like I wanted to fuck a man when I was just being Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was probably before it got to a place now where mm -hmm. I think these younger kids really give me that confidence. Like, mm -hmm. normally, I like a long time ago, I would always wear this this undercover shirt that was fucking exhaustingly hot. <laughs> like, it was sweaty, and my boobs were so sweaty. You feel it, like, right It'd just be, <laughs> like, this horrible, awful, Waterfall. just... Gross, and so finally, it's eighty five fucking degrees out, and I'm hot. I'm not gonna wear this sweaty ass shirt so that my cleavage doesn't show. Seriously? I was fucking born this way. Kiss my ass. I'm not gonna be hot if you can't keep your goddamn eyes off the things here. That's a personal problem because I'm just here. And that is the energy of all these girls that are in the younger generation that are like, fuck you. I'm wearing these tights because I want to. Right. And you're not going to call me a slut because I can fuck whoever I want to because I'm a goddamn human. And right. you're a human. And we get to do that if we want mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. And that's equality. And that's mm -hmm. demanding it. And mm -hmm. that's the beauty of mm -hmm. so many strong, powerful young women riding my bus with a fuck you attitude that finally made me say, you know what? The undershirt, I'm burning it. Go fuck yourself. I dare the station agent to say shit to me. Because I'm not going to go up to some guy with a big bulge in his pants and be like, maybe you should have ordered a size up, buddy. You got to keep your merchandise out of people's sight. No, that would be incredibly inappropriate. As is your comment on my button on my blouse that's about to pop off. I'm waiting for the new thing, but it's going to take until August. And you know what? If I want to order it a size, certain size, I can. So kiss my ass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we got on the topic of that, but that's mm -hmm. where it is. Mm -hmm. Well, that's this area. Yeah. But back to the things. Um, is, so, is Tony for Anthony and Anthony for Tony? Is yeah, I think so. I'm gathering. But that's a valid question. Is this an Italian or, 
Rios, last name, Rios. I have no idea. That could be taken in any context. It's very mysterious. He said something about native. I told him ancestry, 23andMe is a good way to start fucking searching the roots, but. Have you done your genealogy? Yeah. Entirely? Uh, I know that my mom's side is from England and Ireland, and then my dad is French Canadian, Simshin, Clinkett, and Haida. Alaska native, Inuit. I'm a mix of those. A, a lot of white skin people. So I do. I could yeah. pass as white if I really put a go to it. But you could see the. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Today at work, um, there was a little edge of attitude that had to come out because I got tired of the reference that I'm Mexican. So I had a little outburst mm-hmm. that was well received. Because you know how when, um, I get annoyed, I, I talk faster and I use more technical terms than large words. You get very concise. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I can't just punch a hole through some drywall. I have to express somehow. To say the words, so yeah. today at work, there was a comment that went in my direction saying, you're half-colored. Well, all right. So half-colored? What does that even mean? What if that, that's what I said. Yeah. What does half-colored mean and define colored? Yeah, please. I'd like to know this and subset of details. I, here's how I came back. I said, I need you to define both half colored and what you think colored is because tell no, Who I said, said that? Who had the audacity to say some shit like that? Like the Clackland Street Brat, a guy who's been in Clackamas County for probably six, seven times. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's just sleeping on the floor and he told me I'm half colored and and for me, it wasn't that I was offended. It was that I have a thing where I want the whole world to be equal. And I want to make a contribution. And I'm still searching for how do I make that contribution to equality. So I'm taking these little moments to help straighten things up. <laughs> so you're off-colored. I said, I need you to define color. And then I said, by the way, bro, I'm whiter than you. Now, and it's just technically true, I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I had to explain how I'm whiter than him and he just didn't want to take it and it was just I don't know it was just a piece of me seeing this great big huge wall in front of me that I could never overcome that I won't be able to ever overcome well you you can't argue with someone that believes their own lies like if you were arguing with someone who firmly believes their own misguided perception of reality you're talking to someone that's totally delusional they've already agreed to themselves that we're all going to be separated and categorized by the level of blood and skin tone that each person possesses then realize the complexity of every single person on this planet is all blended together honestly from one continent to the next yeah yeah And we're not even getting into the fact that people could be mostly their father or their mother because there was a study done where you could be like 20% your mother, 80% your father. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a Dutch girl that had 90% of her DNA assigned to her father. Yeah, that's the one you told me about. You told me about that study. It's a stunning article. I won't be the same. So this idea of 50% from each biological parent is actually not true. Poppycock. Poppycock. <laughs> Poppycock. Um, anyway, so the, I guess my, my thing that I learned from that discussion tonight was I could get through one of those discussions and finish my point 
and still remain standing and respect the other person. And that was a beautiful little, very hard moment, but I did it. And the guy just stopped and he had his response and I was able to freely and thoroughly express how it breaks down. And he, he in his return was, yeah, I guess I can see how that's what you're talking about. And I said, yes, I'm only talking about mechanical and technical aspects of what, the, because when you think about it, you're only going off of your visual. Mm -hmm. My black hair and my, like, my, what's the soft serve ice cream chocolate color? Olive. <laughs> it's olive. That's my mom called me olive. olive my whole fucking life. <laughs> And I'm like, that's not even a real color. That's like a green color. I'm not even close to green, bitch. I was so mad. I was like, I'm olive. But I'm olive. <laughs> if you have to hold it up to concealer or, or foundation, it's going to say olive. And then you're going to be like, she's olive. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's always changing. Just like Crayola crayons. <laughs> anyway, the names. There was one crayon called... Speaking of names, look at this goddamn palette that I got delivered that me and Tony are going to share. I've decided he would look oh, very good with Jezebel. No. Oh, I'm fucking with him. But he was just being sarcastic. And he was like, oh my god. I feel like I'm about to open something very beautiful. It's so good. It's the it's by, uh, what's it, Juvia's place? And it's the Nubian 2 palette. Is this the Ipsy thing? No, I bought this. You shopped it? I shopped it for real. I bought the whole... I went right to the source, man. <gasps> it's stunning. The whole palette is so gorgeous. I like the Cleopatra. I'm going to buy this. No, you can just use it. No, I'm not using your shit. Use my shit. Use my shit. Oh, my God. Play with the colors, man. I got makeup for days. I'm a makeup queen. Who, who is this? Tony, if you're listening, I can't wait for you to see all my makeup palettes so we can do tutorials together. <laughs> Yo, I'm crushing on this fucking guy, man. I'm so spazzing. It's so stupid. Going every direction, bro. I can't. I can't. Dude, this is wild. You I'm so entertained. I was like, we need to hang out, but I have this be true with my kids. What are the words? Check it out. Morocco. Morocco. What do you think Morocco looks like in a color? Uh, like a mod. No, this is like a mauve. This. Oh, that's okay. That's the one below it called Jezebel. Oh, that's the Jezebel. Jezebel Tony it looks so good at Jezebel. Ah, there's not enough matte colors in palettes nowadays. Thank you very much. They go right to the iridescent shine and you can't define the contour with it. Okay, here's one that I find intriguing. It's the third over from the top left. Um, Sheba. How would one envision that color in your brain? Because this is beautiful. Oh. I would say like a golden green, but I'm pretty bad. You're amazing. Is it a golden green? It's more of a grayish. You're sweet it's to allow me to win that. This is like sort of like no, that game where the tele the the host is like, guess which color this and that is, and it's not color. You know what? I have had two and a half mics, and it's four in the morning, five in the morning. I know, but I have two other colors I want to talk about. I know, but I want to hear them. I do. Tell me. Okay, the top right. Yeah. 
Y-A-A. Absolutely stunning. Perfect for the middle of the lid. Let me see it. Oh, yeah, that's legit. That's pretty. Okay. The last one. Nairobi. 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 Mm-hmm. It's just really a glittered khaki. Mm. Beautiful. You gotta, I'll use that as a highlighter. I'm so tired. I'm so okay, tired. Go to bed. Hey. Good night. I love you. I am excited. We're about, I'm, so tomorrow I'm going to clean the apartment. Pick up all the glitter. I'm picking up all the feathers, the bedazzled beaded jewels. I'm cleaning up the apartment and then I'm going to do laundry and then I'm going grocery shopping for the trip. And I'm prepping properly for the trip because I'm trying to save money. So I'm going to get the stuff for the pizzas. I'm going to go to Bellagio's Pizza and get pizza cookie dough or pizza dough so we can cook it in the oven there. And then I'm bringing the skillet and I'm going to get some hamburger helper and like all the stuff that kids like to eat. And I'm planning all the fun. So I'm getting our board games packed. I'm cleaning out my car. I'm pre-packing so that we're ready to go for the weekend. And then tomorrow uh, is Friday, so Saturday... We need to go to some fucking water because I got my swimsuit. And if I can talk. The beach is three, three miles north of here. Yeah, we should go to that one place, that swimming hole. And I was going to invite Tony. <gasps> Let's do it. Because if you're going to fuck with someone, you might as well go right up in the swimsuit and be like, this is it. <laughs> this is all of the things. Just here I am and take it or leave it. But yeah. And I got a cute little, like, pin-up swimsuit, which I'm kind of excited about, so. So if you want to go to the swimming hole, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text Brent and be like, look, I'm about to have your kid for a fucking week. I'm down. <laughs> You're going to take your kid while I go flirt with this guy, Tony. <laughs> I've done that. I'm doing it today. I'm going to tell him right now. Well, I'm not going to tell him to fuck off because he's fathering my kid, but... <laughs> I'm going to say fucking take her so I can flirt with Tony, man. No, anyway. It. It's going to be hot as shit. I love you. We live in our life, man. Okay. Fuck if um, people I care. Oh, God. Honestly, I don't know. Probably. But man, she's a bird of a different color. She likes tools and shit. You know. But, like, I, I think that, I don't know. She's a complicated kid, man. She's so simple and wonderful. Okay. She's that. She's part of that generation that doesn't, like, she's got everything that she wants. Like, the only thing she wants is her brother back. She's actually- Nobody can give it to her. Nobody can bring Jake back right now. So, okay. so all we can do is maybe I can create a book with her and her brother, but that make her, that would make her cry. Maybe I could do that, though. That'd be a good present. Just make a book? Maybe a book or just have pictures so she can hang them in her room. Or You can do that online. Yeah, pictures of her, me. Oh, I could put pictures of us from Christmas. So we have, like, current family photos. Yeah. And I got, like, yeah. Jake and all this in separate areas. So it's all just, like, a span wall of photos where she knows she's not alone. I'll show you the books that I have. They're hard. Oh, we could use your cool uh, decorative skills, de- decor, decor, decorum skills. Yeah. 
I fell hook, line, and sinker for Tony's statement of, that he was an interior decorator. For some reason, we what? got we randomly get into he was kidding. Oh. We get into these random conversations where we're both like, "What are we talking about?" And we're like, "Moving on." And I think it's because we were tired. But on the plus side, we're both ADHD, so it flows pretty well. Um, all right, so we'll talk about yeah. That. Let's do all that we'll every time. That. I'm I, tired. I'd like to. I, I I really want to address her mechanical aspects and her. Yeah. As a birthday thing. I get it. I think you're right on with that. Do I think I need to think more about think that. She's really inundated. Maybe we should go to Ross and we can get her. We could just get her cute outfits. Because she's probably like. We get like one or two cute outfits from Ross. Mm-hmm. And they got decent stuff there. So we could just like pick out a little t-shirt bottom combo. And she'd probably feel like a goddamn queen. You know she'd make a TikTok in it. <laughs> she'd do a slow-mo effect. <laughs> it'd be so badass. And say, let me see the walk. And then she just start walking. God damn it. All right, I love you. It's now officially daylight. I'm still talking. I don't know when to stop. I might text Tony. Okay, good night. I love you. Bye. Okay, so this is a a clip-on side piece funny moment. So before Tony got on the bus at Foster Inslee. No, when was it? It's like just before Boyer Drive. Um, I'd been having this amazing conversations with my passengers and they all know my business. And this was just a side note for like where I went off tangent, if you were wondering. And I said, you guys, you see that guy with the ponytail? He's been waiting at this bus stop every day. Yeah, no, it was the Foster Inslee stop. Anyway, he was waiting at this Foster Inslee stop right in front of Popeye's every day. And I, and I saw him jump out of the shade. And so I knew he'd been sitting there. And I thought about the way that the, the bus in front of me was running late. So that must have meant he's been waiting on purpose to catch my bus. And I said, okay, see that guy with the ponytail? I'm about to flirt my bus driver butt off right now. And then I said, oh, watch this. <laughs> I'm about to give him my number. And then I did. I gave him my number, but it was sly. I was like, oh, you left this. You forgot to grab this last time. (laughs) Yeah. So side note, enjoy. I love you. Bye.